0: from Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1. You're welcome to follow along um, on your phone um, or on in, in the Bible. You can find one in the back if you'd like. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance, the race that is set before us. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. We are also good. 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 Morning, my name is Chan Choi. My friends are he, him, his. I'm a side pastor of UBC South Loop and Edgewater. And it's my joy to be here with you and worship with you. Um, Actually, this was Miranda's first Sunday to take this role as a liturgist. So what do you think? And uh, 23rd, October 23rd, she will preach. That will be her yeah. first time to preach the masses whoop, whoop. here at urbanville church so please come and join and support her yeah. and just uh report back to me at her feedback <laughs> about her message i'm her supervisor so i need that so um whenever i have a meeting with someone who wants to begin their faith journey without any previous experience or knowledge about uh, the Christianity, I encourage them to come and join the worship service where they can meet and talk with people who have already begun this faith journey. And then I encourage them to start reading the Bible where they can find the teaching of Jesus and the work of God in history. Especially, I recommend reading from the New Testament. Because the four gospels, the gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, people can read, uh, they, it's about the Jesus' ministry and life. So after reading about Jesus and his ministry and teaching, people can read the whole Bible, including the Old Testament, and would realize that the whole Bible is about Jesus. So that's my recommendation for the new beginner of this journey. And I hope this is an important sign and encouragement for you to open your Bible again. All right, I know some of you are like, right, there's a gospel of Matthew, right? So if you follow my recommendation, then you will find this verse right away from the gospel of Matthew, chapter one, verse one. It's on the screen. Let's read together one, two, three
1: and a account account
0: of the genealogy of Jesus of the, Messiah, the, son of the son of David, David. The son of Abraham. All right here's some kind of disclaimer for next 16 verses you will find 77 different names which is a summary of Jesus genealogy I know how many of you skip this part <laughs> and start reading from the story of the birth of Jesus All right it's okay I've been there. And then why does this writer of the Gospel of Matthew put this part and begin with this important book with this genealogy? One important reason might be for the first reader of this book, the Jewish Christians, who are familiar with the history of Israel. So listening to those being names would be a really important sign of God's working through their history. That's one important reason. And and it's really good to hear and see and understand Jesus as a Messiah who fulfilled the promise of God, God's salvation through the ongoing history of God's acts. And another reason could be to encourage the only Christian, not only for Jewish Christians, but all Christians were under persecution and the threat of death due to their faith, and it's a way to encourage them. By connecting with their ancestor's story, story of Abraham, story of Moses, and story of David, they could keep their hope and faith to continue their journey as their ancestors did. And this could be the same reason why we pay attention to the practices of connecting with our ancestors, to gain strength and hope to live out what they will, to continue the race that they began. So through today's message, I hope we can find the importance of honoring and remembering our ancestors and our own way of running the race with them. Amen. So, today's passage will help us to think about the meaning of connecting with our ancestors. So, we're going to read this passage, which is only one verse, very slowly. But this time, find any words that capture your mind. All right, it's from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. We're going to read it slowly with more voice. Let's read it together one, two, three. Therefore, Therefore, since we are surrounded by by so great a cloud of witnesses, witnesses. let us also lay aside every weight and sin sin that clings so closely, and let us run with with perseverance the race that is set before us. All right, so what are some words that capture your mind? Surround Surrounding. Cloud of witnesses. Cloud of witnesses. Perseverance. perseverance. Race. Race. And you know, we just heard many words from here, and some of you may choose the word perseverance because we are needed the most, right? Mm-hmm. The last couple of months, our years. And for me, there are two phrases stood out. The first one is great, a cloud of witnesses. So I have preached this passage a lot, and and especially for All Saints Sunday. For those who are not familiar with Christianity, All Saints Sunday is the day to remember and honor those who passed away. And last year, we wrote down our loved one's name who passed away on the communion table as a symbol of communion of the saints. This is a communion table closed, and you can find all the names we put it in. You can see it uh, here. So after worship, you can check it. And I could find the name uh, from Kate put it in last year, your mother's name. So it's so meaningful. And this year, we will have this service to honor the ancestors who have impacted our lives on October 30th. So please uh, share your own ways or traditions of honoring your ancestor and remembering their, uh, your ancestor for the worship services. And please let me know or uh, David, who is our lay chaplain, know about it. So whenever I preach or read this passage, I wonder how this cloud of witnesses would look like. So here is an artwork by Ira Thomas, The Communion of the Saints for All Saints. So this picture helped me imagine this great cloud of witness including all the people not only my family or friends but also anyone who ran their race with perseverance before us now we can find more details about them in chapter 11 especially we can find important description about them in verse 16 chapter 11 verse 16 but as it is they desire a better place better homeland that is a heavenly one therefore god is not ashamed to be called their god indeed god has prepared the city for them during their lives on earth they desire a far better place a heavenly and they finally enter this place in heaven their faith because they didn't give up and ran and to finish the race with patience and perseverance and now they surround us as a big supporter to cheer us up to run this race without giving up so can you show us the picture again the picture the great cloud of witnesses what i can see from this picture is the power of connections and communion all of those witnesses that connected each other, giving a hug with love and care. And let's imagine that you are surrounded by this group of people who only pray for you and wish you blessing. Being connected with our ancestors is run the race on the back of this cloud the witnesses of war. Go, Chan, you can make it. Do not give up. And they will keep cheering you on no matter how you are good or bad at this race at this moment. Because they know that you will win the victory unless you give up. Amen? Amen. Then what kind of race we are in and are we in? So here is the second phrase that I'd like to highlight this morning. The race that is set before us. Of course, this race is a journey of faith. We all sign up. And it can be simply said, like, just keep our faith through our lives. But let's go deeper by saying a journey to perfection, becoming like Jesus Christ. It's not, not about flawless or sinless life, but it's about being filled with the love of God and our neighbors and having the mind of Christ. That's the definition of Perfection. In our understanding. So, there are various races that we are set before us and and for practicing the love of God, our neighbor, with the mind of Christ. And this passage would help us to remind of these various races. It's from Hebrews chapter 11, verses 39 through 40. All these people didn't receive what was promised, but they were given approval for their faith. God provided something better for us so they wouldn't be made perfect without us. The race is a let be gone by our ancestors, but it's not yet complete. So we should run the race to finish up by following their footsteps. And this race could be continued by our upcoming successor when we join this cloud of witness. Being connected with our ancestors is to know the race. That they ran for practicing the love of God and our neighbors with the mind of Christ and to continue it until we win the victory. These are understanding of connecting with our ancestor. And you know what? These understandings of connecting with our ancestor are very different from my culture, my Korean culture. In Korean tradition, connecting with ancestor is mainly for. Which is important Confucian teaching about failure piety. So and Jesa is an extremely important practice to honor and remember our ancestors. So here is a picture of Jesa. As an ancestral memorial rite, Jesa is calling an ancestor's soul and treating them with a well-prepared meal to ask for the blessing of the family. You can see all the really good meals and you know, sometimes it, it takes more than 10 hours to prepare those meals. And you put all your effort and energy for this meal. And since the show is still considered the most important value in Korean culture, Ancestral veneration is also regarded as the most important ritual. However, I've never done jesa. Why? So let me explain in in a brief history of Christianity in Korea. Everybody interested in that, right? Yes. All right, why not, right? So in 1784, Christianity was introduced to Korea for the first time. So it's been... Almost 300, more than 300. Um, and for a long time, over 600 years, Confucianism flourished and made a huge impact on people's life in Korea. So it wasn't easy to be established for Christianity. So for the first Christians in Korea, quitting Jessa was an important decision to make in their faith because it was considered as idol worship. So during the first 100 years, over 10,000 Korean Catholics were persecuted because of this decision. In 80, 1884, the first Protestant missionaries arrived in Korea, and they also considered ancestral veneration as idolatrous uh, behavior. And as newly converted Koreans, to give up on their ancestral worship as a clear sign of being a Christian. You need to prove your own faith by putting this practice. We can see colonialism and violence in this decision because they made this decision without any understanding of Sho, which has a unique value in Korean culture and they didn't care about the suffering that people had to face because of this decision. As I said, I've never done jesa. Instead, my family does chudoshik, which is an ancestral worship based on Christianity. We do not call the ancestor soul or prepare the meal for them, but prepare for me and ourselves. <laughs> So it's more like a house worship with the immediate family. And it has an introduction, hymn, prayer, scripture reading, a sermon and sharing the story and memory about the ancestors and the benediction. So here are some pictures of Judaism for my grandmother who passed away in this February. This is my grandma. And this is my family's. And this is whole family picture. So in general, we have chudo shi death day at our loved ones. So it's once a year. and But as you can see from this picture, the whole family visited the cemetery because they had newly decorated her place. And you may a little worry, oh, then who's going to preach and who's going to read the scripture, Pastor Chan since here. Surprisingly enough, you can see three pastors from this one picture. So in my family, there are tons of pastors. So... I didn't have a chance to join. But this picture shows me that how we can reconcile those traditions and Christianity. Through the Chudoshi, we can keep the traditional values whole and Christianity. And more importantly, it allows us to remember the race that our ancestor, my grandma, ran and encourage us to continue this with patience and perseverance. So let me share one more story regarding connecting with the ancestor. Next picture, please. So this is a picture of family tree from our member, Mike King. And when we had a coffee chat two weeks ago and he wore a t-shirt with this picture. And I asked this question to him, what does your family tree means to you? This is the family tree of Mike. And he answered identification. It demonstrates survival through slavery, through historical trials and tribulations over the course ages of time. It means like the Reverend Jackson always says, I'm somebody. For example, Johnny Taylor, the blues artist also says in his song, I'm somebody. It epitomizes the essence of survival of a family and a people with a recorded branches that connect through me, before me, and beyond. For Mike, this family tree is a way to connect with his ancestors. If you have a chance to talk with Mike or get to know him, you will know what race he ran is running and will run by following his ancestors' footsteps as a part of this race and part of this tree so it doesn't matter what your own ways and traditions are for being connected with their ancestors but it doesn't matter what race you are in and how you will continue this race without giving up by being connected with your ancestors let me close today's message by introducing the one with we all need to be connected who ran the race and won the victory before us. It's from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hands of the throne of God. In the opening, we talk about the genealogy of Jesus, It begins from Abram and proceeds to David and comes forward to Jesus. These big names are so important because Abram was the one who received this promise from God. The promise of blessing to all nations and generations. And David was the chosen king who brought hope for the fulfillment of this God's promise. Then, we need to take a close look at this long list that also includes Many small and great, known and unknown, Jews and Gentiles. Then you can see other names in between those black letters and the race in faith without giving up. Part of the story of salvation by connecting with Jesus. And then you can hear their cheer for us to continue the race. Dog, go for it. If we go for it, in the genealogy of Jesus is not a closed one, but it is ongoing story for us and with us. That's at the end. I will share this video of a chant from Black Youth Project One Hundred. While we are listening to this chant, let's think about these questions: What race are you in? Where and when do you need our ancestors' cheer? And support. Let's watch it. I know they're watching, ancestors watching, I know they're watching, I know, I know, I know they're watching, ancestors watching, I know they're watching, I know, I know, I know they're watching, ancestors watching, I know they're watching, I know they're name. I know that you're watching watching. I know they are watching, I know they know that you're watching and Sassers watching I know that you're watching, I let her I know that you're watching and Sassers watching I know that you're watching, I let watching. I know that you're watching what chum I I I say her. Know. I b- and b- b- I and I When you're weary b- b- remember b- b- your ancestors, b- b- and they're watching When you're about to give up the race their names and they are watching. You will find the magic that raises you up and pushes you ahead. Amen.